0: Welcome to Rebel Radio. The place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. Excited for today's conversation with my friend, my colleague, Megan Alton, who is also an advanced numerologist and loves all things numbers. I'm so excited to have you here today, Megan, to dive down the rabbit hole with me on Rebel Radio. Thank you.
1: Ah, Thank you so much for having me.
0: (laughs) So tell me a little bit about you, who you're motivated to serve. Tell us a little bit about your business.
1: So basically, I am, I call myself an intuitive business strategist because I really know that one of the most powerful ways for people to change the world is through the amplifying capacity that business has. And I use numerology as a tool to support people through growth and transformation. And I teach other people how to use numerology as a tool that will actually enhance and amplify the skills and the modalities they already have as they support people with transformation, with growth, with personal growth, professional development, anything where you have like a goal or a desire that you want, and you're supporting your clients to achieve that numerology is just the most powerful tool to really step into being the best version of yourself.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can totally vouch for that. When I learned numerology, it changed me and it changed my life because it just opened my eyes to a whole different experience of self-discovery and self-mastery and really beginning to understand who I am. And first and foremost, and then being able to take that to my clients and show
1: them the same thing is really cool. Absolutely. And I think that's the most powerful thing is when we know ourselves in that intimate way, we actually can show up more authentically with our clients and we're better support to them. Yes absolutely absolutely so what does self-mastery
0: mean to you there's so many different definitions I always think of it like the definition of success the definition of self-mastery and definition of success is different for everybody so
1: what is it for you to me self-mastery is having that unshakable faith and trust in yourself that you are good. You are doing good. You are here for a reason. You have a purpose. You, you contribute and it matters that you're here. And to me, self mastery is knowing that, as strongly as possible and nobody's perfect right just like it's not like there's a switch oh you're now officially granted self-mastery like no (laughs) continuum that is flexible day-to-day based on you know did I get enough sleep last night or what right and it's like so to me self-mastery is like how do I lean into knowing that I'm here for a reason and who I am matters
0: Mm, That's so powerful and I think especially with the way that the world is right now and everybody's opinions showing up and social media especially and the mainstream media and we're seeing so many people following along with other people's opinions because they believe that should be how they feel Mm -hmm. instead of taking their own power and creating their own
1: truth. The damn should, right? Right? From shooting all over yourself. <laughs> yes, and I really believe in the power—the um, power of reclaiming your power. That's a lot of powers, but I really <laughs> believe in the importance and the significance of reclaiming your power because when we go throughout our day, our entire lives, we tend to have little bits and power, pieces of our power shed. In various different places some stresses happen some anxieties happen some worries happen and every time that happens it's almost like a piece of your power gets left behind Mm. and so whenever that happens to me one of the most powerful things to do is to say okay let me just stop for a minute let me go back to my core to my center to my truth let me call all those little pieces of power that I may have accidentally dropped along the way back into me and then from there, I'm going to choose powerfully, and I'm going to create versus react. Yes. Because where we get ourselves into trouble is reaction, because we see things happening in the world and we think we should. Right? This is whenever you're acting out of a should place. It's, to me, it's reaction. Yeah. Right? And instead of reacting, let me just pause, call my power back, and choose to create responsibly and powerfully in a place that's aligned with what matters to me, what my priorities are, what my values are, what my authenticity is. And when we do that, we're a lot less likely to create more chaos. Exactly.
0: I find that reaction equals chaos (laughs) every time. I've done it so many times where I'll see something on social media or stepsons will do something and I immediately react mm-hmm. and then have to go, oops. Okay. Let's just take that back again, forgive, and then step forward. So yeah, I think it's really powerful that bringing it all back to your core first.
1: Absolutely. And you know, the forgiveness I think is huge. I'm so glad you mentioned it because we aren't perfect. There's not a single person in the world who can choose to stay in their power zone 100% no matter what. It's always going to be a risk of it slipping here and there. And Mm -hmm. to be okay with the fact that we are human, and that's okay. And we can mess up, but we can also choose to go ahead and move forward anyways, right? Like it doesn't need to be that we stay in that, you know, shame or guilt or whatever. Like, no, it's okay. We're human. Forgive, then what? Exactly. Oh, I love that. I love that.
0: So speaking of truth, what is one truth
1: that you wish every entrepreneur knew? One truth that I wish every entrepreneur could know is that you have so much beauty and power and strength and purpose and meaning and contribution within you. And it matters so much. And if you felt that, even a fraction of what I see and feel in you, if you felt that, you would have no doubt. You would know. And it would just be, you would just know. Like I just, if everyone could just know that about themselves, the world would just be such a beautiful place. Oh, you're going to make me cry. That was so
0: beautiful. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely felt that I got the rush of uh, goosebumps and just I could feel that truth. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So what is one thing that you've discovered along your journey about yourself that has helped you to grow?
1: About myself that has helped me to grow. This is a question that I just need to sit with for a minute, because this is this really is requiring me to kind of dig deep and say, what is that? And I think the biggest thing for me that's really helped me to grow, especially in the last few years has been if I don't know the answer instantly or in the moment, it doesn't mean that I'm not in the right place. Mm. (laughs) There is this like process sometimes where, you know, we are conditioned to believe that when we have a goal, we should be able to write out all the steps, make a checklist, and power through it. And what? You didn't finish that on Thursday? What's wrong with you, right? And it's like, no, these are conditioned beliefs. They're not truth. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not. There's nothing that's actual about that unless you decide that that's true for you. To me, one of the biggest truths I've discovered is that I will know what needs to happen when it needs to happen. As long as I am tapped into my power. If I'm out of my power, that's a whole other (laughs) ballgame. If I'm tapped into my power and I'm sitting with my intention, with my goal, and I'm clear on what I want and what needs to happen. If I can't figure out what to do, that's because there's nothing to be done for this minute. And I can just be okay in the patience of that. And it's been hard for me to activate the patience required to accept that. Like, I will be like, well, then I've got to do something else. Or I've got to make a list. Or where am I on my chart of to-dos, right? And it's like, just be okay with being in the moment. And know I'm guided. I'm taken care of. I have everything I need. And if I'm tapped into my power and there is not something obvious in front of me, I can rest, I can be, I can sit, I can take a moment, and then I'll know what's next. Oh, you're so speaking my language. You are a human being, not a human
0: doing, first <laughs> of all. And I always say to my clients, you know, if you already knew how to get what you wanted, you'd already have it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's been a big journey for me as well, is releasing the how. Because my numerology speaks to I want to know how Mm -hmm. and letting that go and stop trying to control all of the moving pieces. And I know even for me in business, building a sales page or membership platform or things like that, where there's a lot of moving pieces and there is a checklist of things that need to be done but you can go at it in a more intuitive way. And like one day you're like, oh, I feel really creative. Let's go create graphics. And then when you're creating the graphics, all of a sudden the sales page copy lands and like it just all kind of flows together rather than checking all the shit off the list.
1: Right, and when we have that expectation on ourselves that we should do it that way, what usually happens is we end up being self-critical. Uh-huh. It's not good if, enough. Right, and, and then we sabotage. And, you know, it's funny how you say, you know, your numerology says, and it's interesting because my numerology says that um, where I lead from best and where my strengths lie is in walking in the dark and in navigating in the unknown. Now, that doesn't mean it's always natural and easy for me. (laughs) That means it's my strength, which also means I need to develop and strengthen it. And I bring in tools to support that. And that's what I love about numerology is it can highlight what your strengths are. And it can also show you the pathway to develop them. Absolutely. And I think it's such a gift to know like, yeah, I I actually do lead the best from the dark, from the unknown, from the uncertainty, from the edge. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I could embrace that in myself, it just gave me so much more confidence to do it. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing for me with numerology, too, is seeing those pieces of myself that maybe I hadn't activated or maybe I was like, oh, really? Uh, that? Oh, OK. But it was like this remembering who I was and it gave me permission to lean into it and explore it. And in doing so,
1: then all of a sudden I was like, well, damn, I am good at that. <laughs> Right. because It's often the conditioning we have, like for me, when I when I look when I kind of think about my story is I was very conditioned to um, follow a certain path. And that path was well worn and well laid out in front of me. And so the thought that I could give myself permission to go into the unknown, and that not only was that a good idea, but I could thrive in that was very foreign at first. And I really had to take my time to become friends with that idea. But it's like you said, that remembering is like, ooh, like could that actually be real? Like could this actually be true for me? And I would kind of get a little excited, a little scared, a little excited. But then leaning into it, I was like, oh, this could, this this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's so much growth and just that discovery of, who you are at the core, without all the conditioning, without all of the, your parents taught you this and your teachers taught you this and your uncle taught you something completely different. And then if you just come back to the core of yourself and stand in that power, then there's unlimited possibility for you.
1: It's so true.
0: Right. <laughs> love that. Oh God. So how has self mastery supported you specifically
1: as an entrepreneur? So I really lean into practices and rituals, and that is how self-mastery expresses itself, I guess, is, is the way I would put it. Um, self-mastery isn't an accident. Self-mastery is a dedication and, and a discipline. And as much as it sounds like, you know, you might be like, oh, well, you know, because we go by our feelings, That means everything's just light and easy. (laughs) It is not
0: all rainbows and kittens. I promise you that.
1: (laughs) It's not. Um, But I do really well with having a structure and a discipline. And that's one of the reasons I love the numbers, because the numbers give me structure, both to my personality and my strengths, but as well as to my manifestation cycles, my day energy, my week energy, my month energy. But I also have rituals that I do every single day where I stop, I tap into my intention right? Mm -hmm. And I activate that in a very powerful way. I do certain things when it comes to like moving my body in certain ways. And in certain ways, I I practice taking care of the physical container that I have with which to do my work in the world. Um, And so I have a checklist. We talked about checklists. I have (laughs) a checklist. The checklist isn't based on accomplishment. It's based on the discipline that supports me to be my best self. And so I aim for the 80% rule. I don't expect perfection from myself, but I aim to get 80%. And my checklist includes things like meditation, doing my own personal readings, eating the nutrition that I know supports my body to be in the best health possible, moving my body, getting outside in the fresh air, you know, all of these different things that really support me to be my best self. Mm-hmm. If I can stay disciplined and focused to them, it's such a funny paradox, because the more disciplined I am in that area, the more free I am in everything else. Right. It's so true.
0: And I've, yeah, there's a lot of people that I work with who are resistant to having consistency, consistent rituals where you're doing the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. And I think I always tell them, you know, so long as you have that container of time that is specifically for whatever rituals. A gratitude ritual doesn't need to look the same every single day. Mm -hmm. What needs to happen every day is gratitude, whatever that looks like, right? Meditation doesn't need to look the same every day either. You don't have to be a Buddhist monk to be able to meditate. And it's not about being the best meditator. It's about giving yourself the time to meditate. Mm -hmm. And that creates freedom outside of
1: that container. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, by choosing what those things are for me and for everybody they'll they'll be different but by choosing what those are for me it's like I am choosing to prioritize myself because those things get more importance than the random emails or the phone calls or the emergency over here or the kids over there or whatever you know those things get the most importance so that my power is strong, which makes me the kind of person who can take care of the other things that are gonna come up in day-to-day life. Right, and it also helps in supporting making better decisions and not reacting. And not reacting. Honestly, when, great. Because yeah. if I miss too many days in a row with too many pieces of my routine, mm-hmm. I notice that oh. the spiral going in the wrong direction and I have to call <laughs> myself back and like talk to myself and be like, Megan, sit down take a minute, look at your, you look at your habits. Where are you, right? Where are you in your rituals right now? And it never fails. If I am going off the rails, I have not followed my rituals. (laughs) Absolutely. Which leads to my next question is what happens when you don't practice (laughs) self-mastery? We go off the rails. It's chaos. Like I have three children. And my children are my biggest mirror. And um, so we can find ourselves mirrors in ourselves in all places, right? We can find it in our children. We can find it in our intimate relationships and in our friendships in our money. We can find it in so many different places in our business and our clients, all these things. And if things are kind of not working in any of those places, it to me, it's a big red flag to stop, go within and say, what is happening and you know this might be you know i don't know if people do this or if i'm the only one but if if they, something's off with me i will put my kids in front of the tv i will feed them french fries i don't whatever until i get myself right i can't expect anything different from them
0: right mm. so i
1: will get myself right first if i'm going in chaos and i'm here and there and everywhere and all over the place and they are it's not my responsibility to be on them about it. It's my responsibility to say, you know what, you just do what you need to do for a minute. You know, you're safe watching TV. You're good over here. I'm going to go in my room. i going to sit myself down for a minute. I'm going to take a timeout and go put myself in the corner. Right? It is a big amount of timeout right now. <laughs> do <talk> to me. <laughs> Oh my God, I love that so much. once I've gotten myself right, then I can go and talk to my kids or then I can go and look at my budget or whatever, wherever I've noticed the chaos is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But it always has to come from here first. Oh,
0: I love that so much. And it's all about that that power, taking that power back every time Mm -hmm. and filling your own cup up first before you try to help anybody else.
1: Yes. And I think, you know, oftentimes people will say, Well, I can't because, and there's always a thousand reasons because I should be over here. (laughs) right? And those are the reasons that we need to, you know, the reasons that we often say we can't are the reasons we need to, the reasons why it matters. If you can't do it for yourself, then do it for your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. whatever, your client, your budget, whatever. But if you can't because you're too busy with your clients, that's the reason you need to.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. So, Megan, I want to thank you so much for this conversation. I always love diving into these conversations with you and all of my other guests that I've had on Rebel Radio. And I want to leave with one last question. Okay. What do you dream of for the world?
1: Oh. What do I dream of for the world? It comes back to the question about the truth. I dream of a world where everyone knows their own divinity, where everyone knows how much they matter, how purposeful they are, how how significant and important they are. If we all had a glimpse of how important, how significant, how divine, how much we matter, oh, the world would be a very different place because we would love ourselves so deeply. So good. So good.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Megan. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you, Cindy.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of rebel radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.